Welcome to the Unintentional Porn Star. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. So I just finished being featured on a Facebook Live with my beautiful friend, friend Aubrey from Pleasure Roots. Her focus is on you know, empowering people sexually, sensually, establishing safety with self and with other people. And so there's a whole lot to her. I will link her information below. And here is the episode that she featured me on her lovely live. And I hope it helps. Um, feel free to reach out if you need any support. And I love you to bits and pieces. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Masturbation Chronicles, the show where we explore the fascinating and often misunderstood world of sex intimacy, and self-pleasure. My name is Aubrey Moore. I'm a clinical sexologist and a sex and intimacy coach for women, and I'm the host of this show. And today, as you can see, we have a very special guest with us. Rebecca Reinhardt is with us today, and Rebecca's boisterous personality is beyond magnetic. I can attest to this myself. (laughs) And everywhere she goes, she heals. Her voice is a powerhouse and it's landed her on Canada's top national top, excuse me, live television show, the social, which is awesome by the way. Mm -hmm. And she's faced a lot of extreme moments of adversity, including post concussion syndrome and having a sex tape posted online without her consent. And all of this, all of this experience has led her to have a very multifaceted array of professional experience as a speaker and as a healer and as an inspirer for all of us. So I just wanted to give you such a warm, warm welcome to the show, Rebecca. Ah, thank you. That's so sweet. And it's just so lovely to I don't know. It's so interesting when it's yourself, you you step in, you do the work and to hear it come back to you, it just feels so special. So thank you for that. I'm yeah. really, I'm excited to be here. I'm honored to be here and I just love connecting with you. So Yay. <laughs> yes. yeah, I, I enjoy that too. For, for those of you, um, who, who don't know, you know, Rebecca and I have, have known each other for a few months and I was on her, her show. And, and so her story is, is very powerful. And I was so excited to be able to, to ask her to, to kind of share it with, with all of you. And so yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this. So, (laughs) um, so let me just make sure it's going on Facebook over here to the screen. I got to make sure that stuff's always working and we're live. We're good. So, so let's just begin at the, at the beginning. What are you up to now? What do do you, what do you do? What's, what's good in your, in your life? (sighs) I mean, so many things are good now, um, which is exciting to say and feel. Um, so I work basically as an advocate for women for healing, um, really specifically dealing with online sexual abuse um, Mm -hmm. and have lingered into helping people with sexual trauma in general and also passing them on to even like yourself or other people as well. So if anyone's dealing with online sexual abuse of any sort, like I'm your gal, come to me because it is a wild, wild world. So, (laughs) um, so that's, that's what I'm doing sort of work-wise within the passion of what I've been through. And as you're saying, you know, stepping in as a healer and someone to connect with other people. Um, and in life I'm, 
I mean, I'm sure we'll tap into this, but I'm at a place where I'm really like the healing is at a different level for me right now. And I feel like I'm stepping into that thriving space and mm. opening myself up again mm. in, in, in very many facets of my life, including um, sexual pleasure, self-pleasure, um, because as a, as a, a victim of online sexual abuse, you know, like I didn't realize how much that damaged me. So, so yeah. I'm like, this is kind of where I'm at in the scope of my, my world, my life. Um, <clears throat> and really learning, um, as I, as I help others thrive, you know, it's always like counter, hmm, productive, in that, you know, when I heal, they heal. Like it's so reciprocal. So it's yeah, totally. That's where things are at. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And I, and I totally hear what you are saying about like, when you are um, a coach or a healer um, or a guide, you know, in this type of space, um, the more that you can understand your own healing process, your own traumatic experiences, Mm -hmm. uh, the more that you can then support other people in their traumatic experiences or in their healing process. So, and I love how it's ongoing and, and I will always be learning too. Like I really yeah. love that. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have to grab my mouse <laughs> when you, when you start talking, I was so excited that I flipped it off my desk and now it's under my, uh, it literally flew way across the room. It's pretty, it's pretty far. I really had to keep it together while you were talking. I was like, what happened there? What happened to my mouth? (laughs) Everything. Oh man. Just gotta, gotta love, gotta love live stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At least my hair still looks good. Mm. Um, so, um, you briefly just talked about, um, you know, online sexual abuse. And so I, I want to just kind of hear a little bit more about that. If you're comfortable, just share whatever, again, this is, uh, your story. So you get to pick and choose the pieces that you share. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, how long ago was that? And, and what has your, your journey, your healing journey kind of been like? <clears throat> well, I discovered <clears throat> the taper. It was shown to me over 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> at the time it was 2013. Like these weren't, these cases weren't really happening And I remember I just received an email while I was at a concert and I knew, I just knew Mm. that my entire life changed in that moment when they were like, Hey, I saw this video online. Like I just knew, even though I didn't understand the future of what was to come and what has happened for me. But, um, Mm. and I think for, so I know for so long that I avoided a lot of it out of fear. Like I was trying to deal with it with the police, but it wasn't a part of their system. So I got kind of shunned or like, whatever, it's just, oh, deal with okay. yeah, a lot of my experience was shut doors and me having to try to open them to help pave the way for future cases. Like that mm-hmm. was my work. It was not like, even my lawyer was like, damn, I feel like I let you down. And wow. I was like, you kind of did. But here's how we can kind of move forward because my case was kind of, um, it was never going to be taken seriously because of when it happened and the law is Mm. still catching up. So a lot of, I didn't realize that it was, it's, it's been wild and thank goodness it's getting better. And like, you bet I'm still stepping up constantly talking to the police force. Hey, why did this happen? Like, you know, talking to my lawyer being like, this is still really messed up being a victim and, and having to, I don't know. It's just, it's really big 
big, big world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my experience was like the beginning of, or before it was even something that was legit within the -hmm. political system, the legal system. So my inner healing um, reflected that. (laughs) And it was chaotic. It was tumultuous. Mm -hmm. It was confusing. Um, Everybody was like, this is not a big deal. Um, It doesn't define your life all of these conversations where I'm sitting there going, no, I know this is changing my life. It's online. And I didn't understand the capacity and nobody understood the capacity of the online world back in the day. Now Mm -hmm. we do, especially with AI coming into play and all of these different um, avenues of sharing content and creating content. Um, And yeah, so I really just had to tune into myself because there mm. wasn't a lot of created support. I found little things, but later in my journey, yeah. I started speaking about my journey about five years ago. And that is so when five I, years after the incident. Yeah. That's when you could kind of start voicing it. <clears throat> publicly. Totally. Yeah. And I like, I sort of hid from it and tried to push it away for five years. And then I, I got to a point where I was like, enough. I had a friend of mine call me and said it was back up on Pornhub. It had over 500,000 views. It'd been up for four years. It was downloadable. And I was like, I was like, enough. And I started to really take action. Things were legal now. And so I had to like jump in. Didn't work out for me still, but it's possible. Again, what the law, the legal system is kind of interesting. Um, I have a lot to say about that. I like that you were like, "Mm, interesting. And then you're just you know, you're like, that's another conversation. It is because it's the putative system is very, um, it's, it's, it's quite triggering. It's abusive the way it's set up, it's getting better. Mm. But anyway, so it was a lot and over and over again, I just had to come back to self. And I think I dealt with a lot of rage, a lot of confusion, a lot of pain, a lot of protection for myself. Like I just had no Mm. idea what to do. Nobody knew what to do. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, that makes sense for, after, for, you know, the first five years of kind of, you were dealing with all of that, you know, and Mm -hmm. you also said people, um, telling you it's not a big deal, you know, so I could see how that confusion would be difficult for like your mind and body to be aligned. Absolutely. And like, you know, bringing it even into the body and also because it was dealing with sex and because we're here talking about sex too, like that damaged me. Mm. I, the first time I had sex with somebody after starting to really face what was going on, I thought cameras were everywhere. I like huddled into a, into a ball Mm. after started bawling and he was so sweet. We actually talk, we're actually working on something together for my story now, but he was like, you're safe. Like, I want you to know you're safe. And I just like lost my shit because I didn't realize how unsafe I felt, um, in the arms <clears> of someone else or in any space, like the violation mm-hmm. like that happening is so confusing and so big. Yeah. So also like, yeah, sexually, like I, um, and there's been other sexual traumas, like as a woman, hello, we deal with a lot of, <laughs> yeah. Being a female in this world is, oh my God. And I'm a very sexual person that has been a part of my story this whole time is that I am not ashamed. I made a video. I wanted to make that video Mm -hmm. and I'm proud to do that. It don't focus on me and call me a slut. Like, you know, well, or you can call me a slut, whatever you want to call me. (laughs) Only if I I ask you to do that. (laughs) Only if I call myself that. Ooh, but like, (laughs) no, but I was like, let's focus on the violator. Let's focus on the perpetrator of this. Like, these are the conversations that hopefully we can shift into in terms of healing and Oh, so it has been a journey. I tell you, mm. um, yes. yeah, I got to take a breath. I got to take a breath through that too. You know, it's yeah. uh, 
Mm-hmm. Well, and you mentioned safety as well, like having, um, so you talked about <clears throat> having the first sexual experience with another person mm-hmm. after the incident. I'm calling it the incident. I hope that's okay. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. yeah for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if you had like a other name for it. You know, I would call it whatever you want me to call it. <laughs> Point. No idea. So I love it. <laughs> um, and not really even understanding what safety is like for, mm-hmm. for you. That's like such a common thing. I mean, and a lot of my, my mm. female clients, they don't really understand sometimes that what they're experiencing is that they just don't feel actually safe or secure. There's nothing wrong with them. They're, mm. they're not abnormal. It's just like, oh, they don't have a sense of safety within themselves and within their, when their space. And so there's definitely, you know, if they're with another person, <clears throat> they could get triggered or, or whatever. And um, so, yeah, that, that safety piece was, is, is important for, for any, any person. Well, I think a lot of us growing up, it wasn't necessarily as, as openly talked about as it is now. And, and I, the more I do my inner work and healing, I go, I just, I like, I, I love my, my past self because I just didn't know. And I was doing the best that I could to protect myself and to, figure things out. And, and, you know, like for me, I jump into things to, to understand them. Um, you know, I like the tangible circumstances to figure things out for myself. And I just, I look at that and think about that for us in society being, you know, being like, there's nothing wrong with us. It's simply a matter of like, Oh, first of all, let's hug everyone because yeah, what does safety mean? And safety can mean something different for every single freaking person in this world. And And, and sharing that and expanding on that to help people, you know, as the work that you're doing to understand the safety of self sexually with pleasure and all of that, like really expands. Like we talked about this before it expands into every facet of your life. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a big part of my healing journey has been finding safety in self and trusting Mm -hmm. myself in, in every avenue of life. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes time. It takes energy. It takes experimentation, safe experimentation and exploration. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, you mentioned um, that your how how this kind of affected you having sex with others. How did it affect you having sex with yourself? It, or I don't know. Maybe it didn't. It absolutely did. It absolutely did. Um, being and also, very- I'm sorry, just before you go, I just wanted to, to mention that, like, I don't, I've said this to you before, but I want to say it again. Like, I'm sorry that this happened to you. You know, yeah. it's, 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 um, when I, when I first heard the story, I felt, um, quite a bit of anger <laughs> in my, my anger comes in, in my chest area. And so I could feel that. And um, yeah, I just wanted to, to say that I'm sorry that this happened to you. And I, and I know that you're probably like, well, like it created all these other things too, right? Everything happens kind of for a reason, but uh, you know, it, it just, it sucks that you had to experience that. And so I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Yeah. It is a bit of a twisted sword. Of course, you know, with any sort of experience we want to, not, we want to, but it's, I'm just going to say it like, it, like I'm saying it, even if it comes wrong, we want to find things that we go thank goodness this happened or like try to figure it out. And you know what? Yeah, we can do that, but it fucking sucks. And so I appreciate that. And it has been hell. Um, and you know, looking at myself now, I'm like, damn, she's 
fierce, like go her. And she's also soft and calm and and all of these things, but like, fuck yeah, she's amazing. So I appreciate that um, because it's all there all the time. Um, so yeah, going back to the, you know, just sex in general was really confusing. And for myself, um, before the violation happened, oh, I, and, and like, let me preface that I still am like this. It's in my soul and I'm exploring it again. Let's go back though. When this happened, I, I was like all of this light and, and curiosity and Mm. excitement and like juiciness with myself and with other people. It was like expansive. Like it was, I was around dancers because I'm a dancer. I was around dancers who's all in tune with their body. It was like, it was juicy. Like it was juicy (laughs) with self. It was juicy with other people. Playful. Very. And it was fun and I loved it. And it was supported. You know, it was like, everyone was kind of sleeping with each other a little bit, but it was just like, everyone knows that a love. It was so interesting and Mm -hmm. the most beautiful experience. And when the 2013, when that, that email got sent to me, just like, boosh, like everything, there's so many ways to describe how I feel, but in this moment describing it, I feel like everything just got like shoved so far away from me where I was like in this hole being like, what the fuck do I do? Sorry, I'm hoping I can swear. I'm assuming I can say whatever you want. Okay. And I, I think I clung to my old habits after that mm-hmm. happened and got really confused and really angry and anxious and panicky and grippy and like mm-hmm. all of these things when I was having sex with myself or having sex with other people or exploring things like it was like I was trying to hold on to what I knew and it wasn't working and it was causing severe severe everything for myself like I don't even know how to describe the, the, the that word thing. that I see in my head is like tight. Everything was just like yes. tight and contracted. Yes. And, and I think that like, absolutely. Because I think that even when I would like, when I would, I wouldn't want to touch myself. Like I didn't want to, because everything did it contracted. And it was like, ah, like what the heck is going on? And it wasn't that I didn't feel a connection with myself necessarily. It was more that I was just like terrified. I was terrified of myself. Like how could I have let this happen? You know, like how, like all of these things are going through your mind where you're, you're, you're protect. I protected the perpetrator for so long, which like, I don't do that anymore, girl. And I protected so many things that this protection became this bubble of like, ah, and it was stuck on me and caused more contraction. And well, that's what happens when we protect and we create a bubble of protection. It's like, it can create a sense of safety and comfort, but then you don't let anything in and yeah. nothing can get out either. So you're kind of stuck yeah. with all yeah. confusing feelings. And yeah, <clears throat> and for me, I got stuck, 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 tried to explore things with myself or with someone else and got completely like rage worthy, like mm-hmm. angry, not at them, um, unless they did right. something wrong, then I would rage on them. But Mm -hmm. I just, I just had this bubbled up thing that would just like throw me into these spurts of like kind of rage or even, even excess sexuality in a sense of like, I was really trying to figure this out. So, um, yeah, I think like, I, you know, we spoke about some things a few weeks back and I would even say things are shifting for me from when we originally connected to talk about this. Yeah. I feel there is a sense of softness that's coming back for myself and a sense of almost like sadness in a way of healing, in a way of like 
I just like literally last night did this to myself when I was Mm. sleeping, I touched my shoulder and rubbed my shoulder in, in, and it wasn't just like, it wasn't like calming a child. It was like, it was connecting with myself again. It was like building. I don't know. It was like, it was kind of sensual. It was like a comfort. It was like physical touch. It was affection. It was like all of these things that I'm like craving. Um, by the way, I'm on the middle of like in the middle of nowhere on a ranch. So like, how am I going to, you know, receive that (laughs) affection? Like, and so it's kind of forcing me to really establish a relationship with myself again. And It was just so interesting last night. And I felt so like soft inside for myself. And like, kind of was like, this is awesome. Like I'm kind of feeling turned on by myself again, but for so long, I think there was so much anger in how I would either touch myself, but then which then maybe not want to, if there was anger like this, I don't like this feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now I'm also reading a really good book and it's like, oh, it's doing so many good book. Are you reading? Oh, girl called calling in the one and my friend a bunch of my friends are doing it and like it's yes it's about calling in the one for love but it's really more about like the internal dialogue around love and worthiness and Mm. and your needs like your needs matter and all of these things it's a really good book by the way so it's really like just like calling in you maybe like you are the one oh my god maybe that's why she does the one Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. I didn't really realize that. Or also like it's our one, not anyways, so many things, but <laughs> uh, just, I don't know life in the last little bit, especially since we touched on talking about yeah. this going on this live life has really been providing more methods of, um, healing connection with self and mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's what you mentioned when we were just chatting before we went like live and stuff of just like, you know, like being on the farm and kind of being more connected with, with the, with a different world than maybe the ones that we're, we're used to connecting with is, is actually giving, providing some opportunity for other things to, to come up. And so that's really, that's really beautiful too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was definitely an intuitive calling. The very first time I started talking about my story about five years ago, I kept saying, I need to go to Costa Rica. I need to get away from everyone. And it wasn't Costa Rica. It was just the matter of nature. And I didn't listen to it and not, I'm not mad at myself. Everything happens for a reason. But like, if anyone listening here, it's like when you have those intuitive callings, there's a reason for it. And, and you don't necessarily have to go move to Costa Rica or, you know, yeah, you don't have to make it like a big change, but you can just take an action to follow that. Exactly. Like honor that in the ways that you feel you can in that moment. And for me, it really was about going into nature and, and being around it because I feel a sense of safety with nature, even though we dealt with it, I dealt with the tornado. We had to reschedule to yeah. there was a, like nature's she's fierce, but there's some sort of interesting trust with nature's and animals that really is expanding my level of trust for other people again. And with myself, and it's so oh. interesting and not everybody needs to do that one thing, right. To create that safety with self. It's so different, but it is more like what I'm, what I'm working to share here is it's more like your soul really knows what you need. Mm-hmm. And like, even like, look how I'm touching myself. Like, I'm so happy. Like, yeah. I'm, like she feels yep. so good, you know, and she's so lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just follow those, like those either little or big, however you are, my callings tend to be quite big and drastic. Cause I think I love that my soul loves change. And she's yeah. like, she, 
interesting, you know, and I love that. And not everyone's <laughs> going to be like that. It might be smaller. It might be like touch your knee for the first time or, right. or, or following like, the intuition of when you're craving something that you want to eat instead of going somewhere yeah. else, like going and getting the thing that you want to eat. Like it, it can be so, it can be so, um, simple, yeah. uh, not, not small, but you know, cause it could be big for somebody, right. That could be a big thing for somebody, but it could be very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's interesting that you're bringing this up because that was kind of my inspiration for creating. Um, well, so two things, nature, um, was a part of my inspiration for creating my company pleasure roots and, and the name for it mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and how we are all rooted on this earth together and rooted in our own um, experience. And, but just because we are rooted in our experience, that doesn't mean that, um, we can't change our, our perception or, or the way that we view that experience. Um, that's mm-hmm. why I think, you know, you and I get along so well, cause we love that kind of like deep work within ourselves. Right. And I like to guide others to do that. Mm-hmm. And then the second piece of what you were talking about is <clears throat> taking action, right. When you have that like twinge of intuition and that was the basically the inspiration for creating this show, you know, like, like how, how self pleasure and and or basically following kind of those small acts of intuition can really help build a relationship with your intuition and with your body again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm reading a book right now called um, "The Body Keeps a Score." Have mm-hmm. you heard of this one? I have heard of it. I haven't read it, but I've definitely heard about it. It's a thick boy, um, but it's good. Um, <laughs> very <it>. good. <laughs> it is a thick one. I wish I had it in here, but I don't have it in my office right now. Um, but it's it's a big one and it's full of a lot of um, uh, uh, scientific terminology. Um, it's full of a lot of statistics as well, but it's so fascinating. And just hearing how you're explaining like your experience through trying to understand what happened to you and then working through the feelings of guilt and confusion and rage and anger and not wanting to, you know, not wanting to um, take it out on other people who don't deserve it. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, you're like, I, I, I'm not, I don't know where to go. Like my avenues are, are skewed. And in the book, that's what he, he talks about how, you know, when we have a traumatic experience, it's, it's different than how we remember other things very linearly. It's like, it's like pieces. And so, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's a good book and I'm just, it's, um, it's, I don't know, it's kind of serendipitous that I'm reading it now. And then also having a conversation with you because now I'm making these connections from the stuff that I've been reading. And I'm like, holy shit, like, this is what you've, you've had to experience partially, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, trauma is such a multifaceted um creature. It's a beast. So, yeah. It's a, and it is a beast that like what I'm picturing right now is a big um fantasy type beast but and and sure maybe it's coming after you at first but my vision of the future self with that beast is like on top being friends like riding, you know, like riding a horse basically and like now you're best friends. Like you're yeah. you're Somebody in my brain wants to go sexual, be like, you're riding this beast. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. Not what I mean. Not in this <laughs> circumstance. Any other circumstance, let's go there. But this is like genuinely like a comforting. <laughs> this is this is PG 13 beast. Okay. Have you ever watched Avatar before? Like the kid with the arrow the on, his, on his head? 
they you know the the big old creature they fight um yeah. appa i think his name i think his, his name is appa that's what i'm picturing when i'm thinking of this friendly beast is appa yeah. Yeah. you know yep yep <laughs> and like being in tune with that and being friends with that beast i think is something that really has helped me and yeah. befriending that beast in in my body as well so i um had a huge oh gosh what's the word come on come on Rebecca fibroid here it is fibroid this mm. big um that developed on my right um ovary mm. and um I think it was so many things it was sexual trauma it was anger it was uncomfort con- uncomfortable feelings it was un- it was feeling unsafe and it just blew up they had to get it out because it was pushing on my other organs. Like it was kind wow. of, like, oh my and, gosh. and I look now, and this is relation to the beast in a sense. I, I look now at like, no wonder girl, like, oh, you know, that absolutely manifested into this freaking thing. I was on your ovaries, first of all, and like your whole sensual area reproduction, yeah. like there was just so much confusion and so much pain and it just kept building and building and building and building. And I had to get it surgically removed. And, um, and I, I, right now, as I'm doing this, this book and even like talking with you and doing all of these things to reestablish this relationship with myself, I'm, I'm having some of my issues sort of like they're revisiting, you know, like I'm having, um, like bacterial infections or, um, I don't have a yeast infection right now, but a lot of, like, I had a lot of issues with that. And I, and I look now where I'm working with everything in my body and, being like, wow, you've come up. I'm here to work with you. I'm here to release you out of my body because you're safe now. We don't need these things anymore. They flare up whenever there is a feeling of unsafety. And I'm working with the beast to be able to reestablish a new relationship with myself where I, I, it's the safety aspect of it. Right. And it's moving forward being like, I got you, you know, like I got you and you've got me and, Mm -hmm. and And like, yeah. And then exploring myself sexually, like it's, I'm like excited again. And like, even, I don't know if you remember when we talked before the tornado hit, you know, and before we started this, like there was a lot of still mm, not hesitation, but like there was some protection, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm so happy to be at a place where I'm back in love with the Mm. journey. Yeah of self and other people, but I'm literally like cowboy, like anyone, hello, find <laughs> a dude out here. Like what the fuck? This is why we get along so well because our, our sexual appetites are the same level, you know, I love it. Um, that's good. Well, you, you mentioned, um, um, or earlier actually as well too, you mentioned like old patterns coming up or old habits. Right. And so when you're uh, you're writing a book, is that what you said right now? Reading. Or, I am writing one. But reading. I- Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as you're reading through this, right. That, um, that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, maybe response in your body is like, oh, we're revisiting this experience. And so your body is kind of like, do we need to go back into protection mode or what's going on? And so, yeah, that, that safety piece is huge because when we don't feel safe, we can't explore, we can't have playfulness. Uh, we can't be really curious openly either. Um, as well. And so that safety piece is so, so huge. And I think when people think of safety, they think of like physical safety a lot of the time. Um, and 
and usually from other people, right? Like being safe from others, but there's so much that we don't allow ourselves to experience Mm -hmm. um, because of what has happened to us or because of how we think about things or because of how we learned, Mm -hmm. you know, um, things. Absolutely. And so, and all of that manifests physically, right? That's what you were saying. Like it, our traumatic experiences, our way of processing emotions or not processing emotions, um, they all affect our physi- physiological body and can create things um, like, what you, like what you were talking about. And so, yeah, that's just, it's, it's, um, if they come up, it's literally screaming at you to be like, hello, like we yeah. have, I need to be heard. Like, are you mm-hmm. hearing me? And it's hard sometimes to be like, what are you saying? You know, right. it takes a long time sometimes. And other times it just clicks, but it took me right. quite some time to be like, that's what you're saying. Um, something that came up that was really interesting was when you were speaking is my post-concussion syndrome and having the tape being online, it, they sort of were both these invisible injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of, you know, the physical injuries and how, you know, if, and, and like I've had sexual, um, violations happen in person and like my heart to anyone that's experiencing any of that. Um, and also to go to my story too, is like, that felt it, it was online. Like mm-hmm. I had sex with that person and I liked it, but the violation violation happened online, which was invisible. So that sort of mirrors this sort of this, this conversation around mm-hmm. mental and emotional damage. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting word. Well, mm-hmm. it's fixable. You know, it it's fixable. It your body well. wants to heal itself, but it is a moment. Yeah. of Right. So, yeah. um, it's salvageable. Like, at least I believe that fully and have experienced that, but but yeah. And, and so I just, I don't know, that just, that just came up when I was yeah. thinking about that. And also that's why I'm doing this work too, is to validate. It took me so long. It just this year, I connected with someone, um, who does work with sexual trauma survivors and, and victims and survivors. And, um, I heard her speak and the way she spoke and held me, I went, Oh my gosh, I'm, I validated my, um, my trauma and the, how I'm a, I'm a victim of sexual abuse, whether it's mm-hmm. online or not, I am a victim survivor, victim of, of sexual abuse. And it was just so interesting. So that's why I'm doing this work is because many of us don't understand. And I didn't understand how it actually really felt like, and is a form of physical abuse too, because mm-hmm. of the emotional turmoil and everything you're going through. So like, I'm here to validate that for people to be like, it is physical, mm-hmm. even if it happened online. And especially if there's a circumstance where it's online and you didn't even want it to happen. And it was something bad, like double whammy, like, Oh my gosh, you know? So that's why I'm here doing mm-hmm. this work to hold people and validate and, and just hear them and to hear their experience. Because even with any sort of disconnect from self or sexual trauma or anything that comes up, like, Oh shit, where did my brain just go? Fuck. Um, it, Oh fuck. Where'd I go? <laughs> Hey. Hey. Oh my gosh. Oh, give me well, it, it sounded like you were going to, and I don't know if this is where you're going. This is going to be a test of our mental okay. telepathy. <laughs> uh, it sounded like you were going to a place of like, you're here to, to hear people and sometimes even speaking out loud. Like, like that was, I think the first time I've actually heard you say to me, right. You probably said this other to others maybe, but to me that like, 
hey, I'm a victim and survivor of sexual abuse. And even just that sentence, like saying that this is what happened to me is an extremely difficult thing to say. Mm. And so mm. I don't know if you were going there with like, um, you know, helping people say, say things out loud and just hearing them, you know, being and holding a space for them. Exactly. And it, yeah, it was around that and validating everyone's unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, like, it's just like, everyone is just so valid in their, in their traumas and everyone is just so valid with what they've been through. And just holding that space for, for it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, my brain is somewhere else trying to figure out something, but it's like within our conversation, like yeah, there's something yeah. that I'm supposed to be saying right now. And I, and I don't know what it is. So I'm, mm, I'm maybe, I'm uh, maybe we should take a deep through. breath. Maybe your body will. I'm feeling very settle. excited and like almost scattered, but in a very excited way. So mm. yes. Ah, Ooh, it's like something got hit and evoked and lit up inside. Yeah. Yeah. Good noticing. Good noticing. Right. Yeah. Sometimes when we slow down, we give space for things to come forward and sometimes they don't come forward and they're like, you know what? I'll come back another time. Sometimes they're cute. And I'm going to come back at two in the morning. So see you later (laughs) after the live. Hey, I'm going to come to you then. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Interrupt me if it comes back. Um, so, so I'm, you, you've talked a little bit about kind of your journey upward now a little bit, right. And how it, how, how difficult and challenging and confusing it was or has been to, um, experience sexual pleasure with others and with yourself. And so what I'm curious about, and I'm sure my listeners would be curious about this too, is how did you get back to experiencing pleasure or playfulness, you know, what, what kind of, um, steps did you take? Ooh, I'm getting emotional. You hit something. It was the void. It was the lack of, Mm. and it was just so much like, Oh, I'm so glad it's coming up. Yeah. It was so much. And I think it was like the protection and that layer barrier. It wasn't a boundary. It was a barrier. And it was the lack of like, we all have needs for affection. And, and especially if you're very sexually awakened and connected physically, even if that's out of trauma, it doesn't matter if that's who you are. The lack of is what really made me feel it was sadness. It was sadness. It was, it was loneliness. I think going through so much trauma Um, there was a lot of like losing people, me choosing Mm -hmm. to cut people off. Like it took, this took years and in all of a sudden, and it was supposed to happen this way. And I know it, but I got to a place where I, it was just an empty, sad, lonely, cold void. And Mm -hmm. I needed that moment. I needed her in that moment. And, and so it was from that place of complete lacking and sort of understanding my self-worth and that my needs are worth being met. My mm. needs are important. My sexual needs are so important. I think I still diminish how beautiful I feel sex is and how important it is to me. I sometimes diminish that because people say things like, oh, sex shouldn't be that important in either a relationship. And I'm sitting there going, oh, oh, maybe they're right. And I'm going, this is just recently where I'm going, fuck that. <laughs> I have my needs for myself, like girl can get it on, like do it then, you know? And yeah. especially like, if I'm going to go through a real reawakening here, like 
you know, line up the men, like, or something. I'm, I've tried women, by the way. Everyone else. <laughs> girl I like you know and like and and like celebrating so it was the it was the lack of the sadness and mm-hmm. me going into complete nothing where I went this isn't right I know that this person here like even like this this body of mine these boobs like my vagina like everything like this matters mm-hmm. and it matters for a reason all these things have happened for a reason for me to voice up like step up to to awaken. And, and, and it just sort of happened throughout that awareness. I think awareness is such a key component to stepping into healing. We don't mm. have all the answers. Oh my gosh. Definitely. Yeah. We never have all the answers, have all the answers. That's the beauty of it is there's a continuum of expansion and growing. And it was just in that awareness that I started to either hear something that I was like, Oh, that really helped me or pick up a book or my friend sent me a song or I watched mm. online or I watched porn again for the first time in a long time because I had a weird relationship. I love yeah. healthy and, and like consensual and like meant to be up there. Oh my gosh. I think it's so sexy sometimes, you know, like, well, no, all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was that place of like the void where I built up and mm. I'm so happy to continue to step in and, 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 a lot of the times I think I, I judge myself for how long this process has been taking. Like this has been over 10 years and like, there's a part of me that's just like feeling shame and feeling like mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed by that. And, and yet I go, girl, you're stepping in. A lot of people either don't know how, or are, it's just not in the, the atmosphere of where they're at in their life, which there's no wrong or right, but I'm just really happy to be stepping in and continuing to. And it's, I really, truly think it's the awareness aspect that yeah. is really catapult- And when you say awareness, you're talking about becoming aware of your own needs, mm-hmm. right? Both sexual and just in general. Yeah. Yeah. And that I matter. Yeah. 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 You absolutely do. And this journey that you're on, there's no rule book that says it's supposed to take a certain amount of time. You know, there's nothing out there that is, is, um, holding you to, to be done, you know, with it. Like, like, that's what the journey is. It's it's right. It's the crap out of me. I'm like, girl, I thought I was feeling good before. Like, we don't even know. You just keep leveling up. You just keep leveling up. (laughs) You're going to have a great time. It's like an (laughs) orgasm. Life is an orgasm. Just kidding. (laughs) Gotta come down from it. Need to come down. Center self, center self. (laughs) I love it. I love how excited you get. It's, It's fantastic. And this, that, like, even this, um, aspect right of of this playfulness that I feel from you even through the screen of like talking about orgasm in a playful way and things like that like that is something that um is going to be healing inspirational beneficial for so many other people who have experienced a traumatic uh, sexual abuse like you have um or similar one and it just, it just is a beautiful, um, representation of your own growth in, in your, your journey, you know, to, to pleasure again. Mm-hmm. Right. So just mm-hmm. so cool to have you on the show, man. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's sort of coming to a point of a hug at near the end, but I do want to say, you know, that was what's got, that was what got exploited was my mm. playfulness, my openness. Yeah. And so that is the evolution or rediscovery of myself is 
that I'm allowed to play, have fun, joke around, fuck around. Um, that this, this, what you're seeing here, I'm so happy she's here because she was scared for a long time to be as open and playful and sexual as she, as she was before that happened. So, um, and, and that again, just for anyone listening, like that side of me is so worth it and so fucking awesome that she deserves to be back up and heard and, and to Mm. do what she needs to do. (laughs) I like that you turn into a 1920s gangster. When you start talking about sex, you're like, let's do what we need to do. You know? to get really close to the camera it's awesome i love all of those aspects of your playfulness <laughs> my audience is so lucky right now i just want oh. to say yes, yes. Oh, i'm really happy to be with your audience i really am like it just feels so nice oh wonderful mm. oh yeah I, I do feel like um i like how you put it it's coming to the hug at the end i wish i could actually give you a physical hug that, that would be nice um but um before we go into kind of last words that you, that you want to leave people with, I do want to um, give you some space to, to talk about, I know you've got <clears throat> a course um, that you've, that um, you've created. So I'd love for you to chat about that for a little bit. It's called call your power back. The link just works for me now, literally right now. Shut your face. <laughs> yes. Dude, y'all before that we, before we hopped on live, I couldn't get the link to work and it like just worked right now. So it's super cool. Um, so yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about, um, your course and and who it's for or, um, what people yeah. get about, I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love to share Yeah. A few things, the course let's I'll get into in a second, but for people that want to hear more about the story, especially if it's a point of like comfort relation, my podcast, the unintentional porn star is a really great Avenue to see the evolution of like, if we're talking about either sexuality or life in general, head to the podcast, the unintentional porn star. So a big part of my journey now in my voice and my healing is helping people and myself understand that no matter what we've been through, we deserve to feel fucking amazing. We deserve to enjoy life and thrive. Mm -hmm. And that is the aspect of call your power back is especially for those that um, all of us, me, us that have been through something really like, explosive or, or changing in your um, life changing to be able to see how to step into call your power back and how to build that relationship with self. So my course is very much um, infused with some techniques from either, whether it's like therapy or counseling, I am not a counselor or a therapist, but it is infused with all of these different aspects as well as I term it spirituality, but more, it's just connection to self and connection to things around you. And right. it's, bringing all of these things back in to a sense of self to call your power back to then shine and thrive again. And so that is a part of my calling and my message going forward is like you, your enjoyment of life and embracing all sides of life matters, you know, and that you can stand in a place of power, no matter what comes at you. And so would love for people to link up with that. Um, It's beautiful. Yeah. So that's, a bit about a, a few things that I do. There is more, but that's, I would say those are two really great starting points. Um, yeah. I'm just looking through the, the contents, like all the mo- modules or whatever, you know, and yeah, this looks amazing. You guys like <laughs> just the titles of your modules are awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean, 
Fuck that noise. Yes, please. Can't wait to get there. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Well, um, so for those of you who are interested in hearing kind of that, the full story, right? Kind of, we heard bits and pieces of it today, but if you want to hear more of that story, I'll put her podcast in the comments below. I'll also put the link to her course, Call Your Power Back, in the comments below. And of course, um, uh, you can follow Rebecca on Instagram is what you prefer, right? Yeah, I think it's a great place. I, I kind of join everything together there. Yeah, cool, cool. I just appreciate you so much. This has been such a... Um, um, I feel a lot of joy. Uh, I've felt some sadness. I've felt some anger, you know, throughout our conversation, just with the topics that we've been discussing. And uh, it's not often that you get such a variety of kind of emotions and feelings, not that are sticking, but just like, Ooh, I felt that a little bit in my body, you know? And so I feel very honored um, to, to have you on the show. And I really appreciate you being so open and, and, and honest. It's, Mm. it's wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I really enjoy our time together. And I always feel not only held, but uplifted by you. So thank you. Like, I'm just, ah, I feel like I've got wings right now. So thank you. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Uh, Is there anything that you want to leave the audience with a couple sentences or, you know, whatever? It really is ultimately you know, whoever's listening that you matter. And there is so much more I want to say around that. Um, and at the same time, I want to leave it with that. You matter. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, you matter, you matter, you matter. Mm-hmm. That matters. You matter. That's really what I'm feeling yeah. wholeheartedly is that mantra. So that's what I would Beautiful. love. Well, <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And Tune in next week for another episode of the Masturbation Chronicles, 10 a.m. on on Thursday. So thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Please visit my website, www.rebeccareinhardt.com. You can find all the information of what I am working on. You can sign up for emails so you can get some cheeky emails from me and updates and um yeah thanks for listening i can't wait to connect with you find me on instagram find me on tiktok find me on youtube find me everywhere you know let's make it a game just kidding rebeccareinhardt.com okay bye